Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the OG Therapy Podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of OG Therapy. And I got K Scott, the OG, with me. What's up, K? What's going on? Glad to be back in the place. That's right. That's right. It's Monday <laughs> when we're recording this. He and I were just uh, doing a little uh, self-assessment about how our Mondays have been going. And yep. so far, he and I are claiming it's a 10 out of a 10 as far as Monday goes. Yes, indeed. It's on a 10 out of 10. Beautiful feeling. Yeah. Now, there's still a lot of day left and we're husbands. So <laughs> when our wives get home, we could mess that up. We can mess yeah, that up, right? True. We could say something stupid. My wife's like, I thought you were supposed to be a therapist. Supposed to, I thought you were supposed to do what you tell people to do. I'm like, well, baby, my favorite saying of all time is, please take my advice because I'm not using it. Right. <laughs> Somebody got to use boom. it. <laughs> yeah, that one. And uh, the only thing I remember is that I always forget. Those are probably my two favorite the ones. Only, that I use the only lot. thing I remember is I always forget. <laughs> I'm going to use that one. <laughs> yep. yep. I hate the, that one. <laughs> those, those are my two clever when I don't want to be accountable or responsible for anything, I just yeah. say one of those two. So, love it. <laughs> well, you guys, thanks for joining us for another episode here on OG Therapy. And today we had a question from a parent. We haven't answered a lot of those lately, so we want to get you parents out there. Even though the questions from teenagers, the parents tell me that they like those too, because um, they're still going to use that information to help them give suggestions to their teens. But this one comes from a parent, and it goes like this: Recently, my child slash teen has been caught lying about. Um, about kids in her friend group and causing drama. How do I help her see that she needs to tell the truth now that she has been caught? She is making up more lies to cover her other lies and her friends are getting over it and pulling away from her. Hmm. You know, I I wish I could say I haven't had um, this situation hundreds of times. A lot of times when, uh, when I'll get parents coming to me, Kay, um, you know, that they don't have the perfect angel child mm. that they're bringing in to see me sometimes they've got a, a perfect angel child and the kid's really stressed out and has a lot of anxiety from trying to be perfect all the time mm-hmm. let's say the majority of the time i get the kids that um what's uh what's that other saying goes sometimes a hard-headed gotta feel it to believe it well i get mm-hmm. a lot of the hard-headed kids <laughs> they gotta yeah. feel it multiple times before they start to realize that it's not going to work out well for them right and so i get a lot of these uh these kids where parents will at first try to defend their kid. In fact, I hear this a lot. Parents are like, I went to bad for you. Mm-hmm. I told your teacher, the principal, I told your friend's parents that no, you didn't lie and that you didn't do that. And 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 I totally vouch for you. Only come to find out that you did lie. Mm. Not only did you lie, did you ruin your reputation? Now you're making me look bad because I mm-hmm. covered for you. Right. I, I've had that one happen a lot. And, and hence the reason why I want to answer this question. So, Kay, when when you hear this question, a mom, now it could be a a son, a daughter, what have you, but in this Mm -hmm. case, it's a mom with her daughter. And I'm here's what I'm imagining. I want you to I want you to tell me what you're thinking in your mind. I'm Mm -hmm. imagining I literally don't know the situation, but since I've had enough of these, I'm imagining there's a couple of girls in the friend group Mm -hmm. that she feels threatened by Mm. a couple of the girls in the friend group that maybe she doesn't like. Um, maybe she doesn't like them because she feels threatened by them. Maybe she feels like they have something that she doesn't possess. 
Mm. Um, and or maybe she's just flat out jealous because, you know, there's something that she's, you know, that she feels like she's lacking in that they have. Mm. Whatever it may be, something is creating this girl to start drama and to tell lies. Mm -hmm. And um, one thing that I found out with drama, especially in friend groups in early teenage years, I wish it wasn't true for adults because it is true for adults, but especially in early teen years, is a lot of times kids will find out that drama actually gets people's attention. For sure. So let's say there's four girls in a group in a friend group together. Mm-hmm. Everything's going fine and they're kind of bored. And then one girl says, Oh, did you hear about so-and-so at, at school the other day? And then the other three girls are like, no, what happened? Tell me. And she notices that the girls light up and the girls mm-hmm. like, like start getting like, Ooh, my gosh, like, how did she do that? Like, why did she do that? Instantly teenagers, they don't do a lot of background checks. They don't do a right. lot of like due diligence to find out if what they're hearing is accurate or not. Mm-hmm. They usually just take it for like face value. Like yeah, if someone says it like, Oh wow, no way. She kissed so-and-so's boyfriend. How, you know, how dare she do that? They never do any like, wait a second. Are you sure she like, who'd you hear this right. from? Like there, there's, not a, there's not a lot of fact checking going on. Right. So I'm imagining a girl, she starts to notice that like, wait a second. I don't really have like a talent or a skill or something that I feel like I offer the friend group, but I do notice that's very, what's very meaningful is that I go out and I collect information that girls in my friend group would want to know about other people gossip drama and when i bring that to them then they get excited it starts conversations now i like have a role that i'm playing mm-hmm. the problem is, is what if there's no gossip and drama what mm-hmm. if not what if nothing's happened that week or that day know what a lot of girls do okay and when i say girls i'm picking on girls so much because i know a lot of guys do the same thing <laughs> right right they make stuff up mm-hmm. facts <laughs> or they will take something very small and elaborate it. That's mm-hmm. why in the very beginning I said, this could be a situation where she'd be able to be like, hey, um, someone's like, hey, you know, how's your day? And she's like, oh, you know, it's fine. And she kind of looks away and like, what's wrong? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I shouldn't say anything. I'm not supposed to tell anybody. Okay? <laughs> How many yeah. times are uh, you here in friend groups? Or could you imagine in high school and friend groups are like, yep. listen, like I, I you got to promise me that you will not tell anyone. Like I yep. swore to her that I won't tell anyone. And so she says that to her friend. Then that girl goes to another girl. Okay, you swear you can't tell anyone because I swore my last friend that I wouldn't tell anyone. Right. If six people say that they swore that I can tell <laughs> no one, they'll tell someone, guess what? Everybody gets told. Right. Right. Like everybody's exactly. gonna know the information, right? So um, I imagine a girl like she's like she this girl is like not having anything valid, not having anything she can bring to the conversation, keep the conversation going. So then she's like, oh, I don't know. And then someone's like, well, what's going on? So, well, I promised I wouldn't say, or like, it's not really my place to say, you know, I don't want to cause drama. By the way, right. I don't want to start drama and I don't want to do drama. And then starts talking about a dramatic situation. That means that's yep. usually not the truth, right? That means that they kind of, they realize that drama can be like a feather in their cap. It could give them right. notice, right? So when this girl starts talking about another girl in the friend group that she doesn't like she's jealous of or just she just kind of like i need something to talk about so she kind of elaborates makes something up maybe she takes a little bit of the truth and starts to twist a little bit next thing you know the other girl's like no way i can't believe she did that she goes yeah you know and the worst thing was and then she adds up stuff that's totally not true then it goes from taking a little bit of truth to now we just go off in the weeds now it's like we're talking about total made-up stuff Mm -hmm. then you then that girl says hey but you, you promise you can't tell her because she would kill me if I told people like if, you know, like we want to say that, you know, oh, yeah, I won't. 
And then she goes and tells her friend, like I just described in that yep. a bunch of people telling everybody. Okay. I imagine something like that happening. And mm -hmm. I imagine that then all the friends started to connect the dots mm. and they started to talk. Wait a second. Like, so you didn't tell us about me? No, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. If all four of us didn't say it and there's only one person not here, then they start to compare notes. Yeah. I noticed that she's talking trash about you. And she's like, wow, it's funny. Mm -hmm. She's talking trash about you. That's kind of what I imagine the situation yeah. where it's just like this round robin of trash talking, drama talking, but they all trace it back to one original source, which yep. is that one girl, which I'm imagining is the girl that is the daughter of the mother that sent this question. So as you hear this question, as you hear me lay out the scenario, okay, what, what, what's some of the things you think about? Have, have you seen things like this happen before? Have you observed this <laughs> with your own <laughs> yeah, eyes? Yeah, without a doubt, man. And the biggest thing that I, that I bring up is what you mentioned initially was the reputation part. Reputation is so important. And how you build your reputation can withstand you through everything. And how do you build it? You have to build it through integrity, right? And at this point right now, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of integrity going on, right? And so later down the line, when she's trying to get that integrity back or to get that 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 reputation back, it's going to be kind of hard for her to do so. And so like when I'm thinking about the situation where you're talking about, it's a reputation clash right now. Like, and as a parent, it's like, man, how do you teach your kid how to move with integrity, but also teach them that like, you don't have to do things out of the ordinary just to try to fit in. Like you mentioned something about finding your role and owning it. Yeah. Like make sure like the role that you're playing has actual value, like, and not something that's like fabricated. Like, I think that's the biggest thing that I took from it is like, as you are approaching, like, you know, trying to find the right reputation for you, trying to fit in, trying to find your role and own it, making sure that it's true and authentic to you. That's what I'm getting from it. Because if it's not, then you're going to have a hard time trying to backtrack and, and build that reputation up for something down the line in the future. Well said, Kay. Well said. I, you know, I actually wasn't even thinking about reputation at that particular moment, but it, you're absolutely right. I mean, this parent is very worried about their daughter because they know mm -hmm. what their daughter is doing is what I'd, I'd clarify as like social suicide. And I'm not right. throwing, I don't mean to throw around the word suicidal, like all, like, you know, willy nilly, but mm -hmm. social suicide in, in the, the definition that I've always heard of it, use it. It's something that what you're doing is you're harming yourself. Mm -hmm. You're doing something socially that's backfiring on you. It's like, it's cutting, it's basically removing you from those mm -hmm. relationships. That's now, and, and, and that reputation, I, gosh, man, I feel bad for this parent because this is a mom that sent this in. I feel bad that, that she wants to help out her daughter, but she knows her daughter dug this hole for herself. Right. And her daughter's double downing. Uh, she's double downing on double down. Yeah. yeah she's yeah, doubling, you, you doubling yeah. down, not double down, Dub doubling oh, down. Right, right. Gosh, I was saying the <laughs> word wrong. I'm like, that sounded weird. She's doubling down on the lie instead of acknowledging lie. And mm -hmm. isn't that the problem with drama and gossip? When someone's get called out, when someone gets identified for it, they usually don't want to, in the middle of a, a long lie, long drama, they usually don't want to admit that they are the ones who started it because right. that's it that's going to look really bad. And like you said, ruin their reputation. So they continue to lie about, but mm -hmm. this mom's right. She's got to convince her daughter. If there's any way she can convince her daughter to stop the lying, mm -hmm. that's the move. Now let's give some suggestions how she can stop the line because that reputation, a lot of kids are scared. And it sounds like this girl right. isn't actually being honest with her friends. 
because she's fearful that now it's too late to be honest. Have you ever felt like that before? Like, hey, I've been living this life for so long. I just got to keep uh, it up. I can't change it now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know some adults that they've been living life yeah. for so long. They forgot what the truth was. Mm. Like they the literally forgot. The what the, yeah. Now the truth, like, no, they believe their own lies because they've been saying it for so long. They can't remember. Wow. They're so disconnected from the truth. Mm. So, mom, here's the good news. You can help your daughter with this but you are going to have to admit some things yourself. Mm. Now, let's say you moms or you parents out there, let's say you may have to stretch the truth a little bit because you haven't quite as done something as bad as her, but you have felt like you didn't offer anything. You felt like you weren't as uh, valuable to a group, maybe at mm -hmm. work, a sports team, whatever. And that's very similar. She's got to acknowledge that if she goes back to her friends, she can change her reputation. Not going to happen overnight, but she can change her reputation from being the lying girl to the girl who learned that lying is not the move. Mm -hmm. She needs to write a note to these girls individually. And I don't mean a text. I mean like a real handwritten note. It's harder mm -hmm. for someone to be mad at you uh, if they can't respond right away and they just have to read what you're saying. Because a lot of times people read something, they get pissed off and on the emotion, they'll respond back. <laughs> But it's hard to respond quickly back to a handwritten letter. Mm. Okay. And plus you see the handwriting of the person like, oh, that's my friend's handwriting. I, I remember one of my buddies, he, he wrote me a very sincere apology and he said, sorry for something. And because you wrote it, like I was looking at it, he and I grew it's up together. Fine. I remember that handwriting. He used to be, he was really talented in art. So he was that hustler kid when we were in elementary mm. school. He'd be like, hey, man, I'll, I'll make you a Valentine's uh, Day card. I'll make Mother's Day cards. He'd make cards for everybody, right. and then we'd buy them from smart. like a dollar. We'd buy them for like a dollar because I'm like, I, pff, I can't afford to go buy a Hallmark card. And right. This kid's got some talent, right? Mm -hmm. And so and, and it was the point I'm getting at is that when you have a reputation for something, when you can have someone help you out with something, um, I mean, when you, when you have ruined your reputation, you need to help something out, you want to make it personal. Mm -hmm. You don't want to make it like, a group text and apologize to everybody because then the strength of the group of every being mad at you um there's a madness in crowds right by the way i stole that i stole that uh title it's a name of a book it's called mad mm. the madness of crowds but um there's a madness that comes with the crowd a group of people that are all worked up and pissed off so mom you need to tell your daughter to write a note individually to the girls then after she writes a note individually to them then go up to them and say hey did you get my note i just want to apologize in person to let you know like I made a really bad mistake. I could give lots of excuses. The only thing I can think I can think of come up with is that I just got carried away. Like I was saying one thing, next thing you know, I was like mixing like three or four different people's stories all into one. I got confused and I'd hate it if someone did that to me. I don't know what came over me, but I can guarantee and promise that'll not happen to me again. In fact, you can even try to bring gossip to me and talk to me about someone. I'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I completely mm. am pleading the fifth amendment. <laughs> I know nothing. Hey. But the only way that I've worked with teenagers that they're able to recover that over time. Now, granted, she may still lose some of these girls. These mm -hmm. girls may be like, no, nah. some girls are going to be more forgiving. Some girls, you yeah. you do them wrong once, they're out. They're done right. with you, right? But that's the only best way because as Kenneth said, if she wants to re you know redo or re-up her relationship and get a better relationship, I mean, uh, not relationship, reputation, she's going to have to acknowledge the big elephant in the room, which is it's her fault. If she tries to deny this in any way, straight or form, um, people are going to call her out on it. They're going to be, they're not going to be as nice and kind. If the whole group thinks you're lying, they've got you pinned in a corner, they will come after you. But if you're coming out of that corner saying, hey, listen, this is what I did wrong. 
you know, I apologize. And then they start to say some things to you. Then you can tell your teen, say, hey, listen, just repeat over again. Say, you're right. I did gossip. I did lie. And I feel bad about which why I'm telling the truth now. Well, why'd you do it? Well, if I knew I did it, uh, I probably wouldn't be in this position right now. Apology, you guys. Apologizing to you guys for doing it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't really explain something, right? Can have you ever That's made right. a bad choice? And you know, think about when you're younger. Your mom looked at you like, "Boy, what the hell's wrong with you?" And you're like, "That's a good question, mom. I really don't yeah. know like why I did that." Right, right. That's real. Like, if I would have known, I didn't. I probably wouldn't have done it. So, no, I totally agree with you. <laughs> do, do you think teenagers can? Do you think teenagers are capable of giving that type of forgiveness and grace if a teenager approaches it with honesty and like it really feels bad about it? Do you think that's mm. even possible? Because some people have told me, "Oh, teenagers, you know that you know they're they're not that mature. They're they're not going to forgive their mm. friends that easily." I think they only do what they know. Like they, you know, what I'm saying as far as like. I think they do have the capacity to give grace. Some just probably don't know what grace actually means, you know? So I think, or maybe they've never had a really good apology from a friend like that. So they don't know what they'd feel like if their friend really apologized. Cause Mm -hmm. you know, if someone apologized you and you look in their heart and you could see it was a handwritten letter and they're looking in their eyes and they got those puppy dog looks eyes. Are you going to have a, are you going to have an easy time saying mad at them or is it going to be harder to be mad at them? Man, but puppy dog eyes, I'll be having trouble with my daughters when they be having a puppy oh, eyes. I'm like, I know trouble. You you're gonna lose that one. <laughs> if it's your daughters, you're gonna lose that one. But like, even right. like a friend, do you think even teenagers, if they if they hear it and see it, it's gonna help soften their heart? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the best thing too is like once they do acknowledge it, like like when we went to Olympus and did that presentation, like if you made a mistake, yeah. made a mistake, own it. Like, like you hold yourself accountable to that mistake. But how are you gonna make up for it? And so like. Once you take ownership of that mistake, then you tell them, like, okay, this is how I'm going to make it up, right? And show them that you have skin in the game as far as the development aspect of it, like of like reinforcing the, the good behavior. Then they could be like, okay, not only did they say they were going to change, they're actually going to – they actually showed me how they're going to do it. And I think that's a great way to show someone that they're really serious about, you know, the changes that are going to be made. Yeah, you know – I have a, they're not here in my neighborhood anymore, but a long time ago I had a neighbor that asked me to do something for them while they're gone and I completely forgot and they were not happy about it. (laughs) And we kind of knew each other, but like not really close. I'm like, dang, dude, I totally like, it was important to them and I totally blew it, right? So what I did was I said, hey, listen, if I were you, I'd be mad at me too. Mm -hmm. In fact, that's, that's what a bad neighbor does, not a good neighbor does. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do this for you every single week, regardless whether you're home or not home, whether you want it done or not, to make up for it. And they're like, no, no, you don't have to do that. I go, no, watch me. I'm mm-hmm. gonna do it. I'm gonna yep. make sure that I do it every single week. And I did that for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And guess what eventually happened? It slowly chipped away. Whatever I did in the past, they're like, you know what? We've got so many people in our life that have done us wrong, that have hurt mm-hmm. us. If we are walking around our whole entire life looking over our shoulder for another person to hurt us, that's exhausting. Right. But if we start to find out that some people can do a comeback, that can totally Mm. redeem themselves, that can Mm. totally change their reputation with with us, then we kind of start to have faith in humanity a little bit more. And we start to think, gosh, you know, some people do make just mistakes and then they're still a person of their word. Just Mm because a person made a mistake doesn't mean that they're not capable of, you know, being a person of their word. In fact, with the teenager, I think it even helps if teenagers say, listen, I've never done this before. I've never right. made this big mistake before. 
I promise you I can't make again. If you give me, you know, if you just give me a chance to prove you over time, I always tell teenagers, don't beg. Don't be like, please, I'll do anything to be your friend again. Because <laughs> right. then you got teenagers who are selfish, like, oh, really? Anything, huh? Really, huh? Okay, well, let me borrow all your clothes. Let me have yep. your Xbox. And they start mm-hmm. like, because they want revenge, right? Right. And instead, it's like, hey, listen, I'm going to make it up to you. If you don't forgive me, I get it. But, you know, I'm just going to make it up to you and just mm-hmm. do it instead of talking about it. Right. That's real. That's real. And make sure the, that the steps that they have carved out are realistic. Like you mentioned, like, don't just be like, oh, I'm gonna make it up by giving you $500 every day. That's not realistic. <laughs> like- yeah, very, that's a good point. So I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm going to buy your lunch every single day at school. Don't do those, uh, what they call those deathbed repentances, right? Like, yeah. you know, don't be like, I promise, <laughs> Lord, if, if you just save me from this, I swear I'll never lie again. You know, when we did when we were kids, like, I'll, if you just forgive me, I'll never Man. do this again. Because mm-hmm. that type of anxiety, that type of desperateness, it smells bad, it stinks. Yep. It's not It's it's not attractive. But if right. you're sincere, it's soft, it's calm, and then you follow through with it. Now, you, mm-hmm. as the parent, you know, hopefully your teenager takes a suggestion, but you got to let them know. It's like, hey, listen you say you're going to do something or not do something anymore, like gossiping, mm-hmm. you got to stick to it. People are going to test you. They're going to test to see if you're legit yep. or not. They're going to try to trick you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if you stay true to what you're saying, then you can get that reputation back. Hey, maybe not from everybody's going to forgive you, mm-hmm. but even if they don't 100% forgive you, they'll at least forget about it. Something else sure. will happen. It'll blow over. So, mm-hmm. so, so that's my uh, advice to that parent um, with that teenager. Ken, can, can you think of anything else you want to add to that? Hmm, maybe on the opposite end too, um, as the person that's supposed to be forgiving, like, what does that look like? You know, uh, from that aspect, or if the person that is supposed to be like for is the the one bleeding, like, hey, just forgive me, I'm gonna make it up, like this kind of set the table too. Now I'm thinking about it. It's like, okay, once they do have that process of forgiving, like as a forgiver or forgive the person that's forgive me, have grace for the person that's asking for forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? And then kind of like tell that person that's asking for the forgiveness, what that looks like so that they just won't be not knowing what, you know what I'm saying? Or making assumptions of, of certain things. So I think it's like a play on both sides of, the forgiver or the person that's forgiving, let the person that's asking for forgiveness, let them know like what's that's going to look like just so they can have a realistic expectation too. like, just because you're asking for forgiveness doesn't mean I'm going to give it to you, but you know what I'm saying? Just having that type of, yeah. So, so what I'm picking up what you're saying is that like, let's say um, this girl goes and she's, she apologized to her friend. She writes letters. Right. Mm -hmm. And then she talks in one-on-one. So that would be a good idea for her to say, Hey, listen, I don't know if you want to forgive me. I don't know if you can forgive me, but can you do me a favor and just, you know, just kind of like, 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 just let me know if, Mm -hmm. um, if, you know, if, if I'm doing that again, let me know if, uh, cause a lot of times friends get triggered by stuff that a friend did them in the past. So now they're guarded. Mm -hmm. So just say, if it takes you a while to forgive me and you're not trusting what I'm saying, whatever, then, then that's fine. Like take your time. Like if you're not sure, just be like, hey, you know, I want to, I want to trust you, but I'm kind of nervous that, you know, that right. you're not being honest with me right now. Mm-hmm. Telling someone that they have permission to question you or That's giving it. them permission to, to like be skeptical and to ask you for like, can I, can I get a valid, uh, a verification or validation right. that you actually mm-hmm. really like, can you prove this to me? That's usually one of those things. Like, like, let's say uh, you're telling them a friend was talking bad about them. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. 
you have a tax approves that or whatever. Right. So tell your friends, say, listen, if you don't believe me in the future because of what I've done, you can totally call me out. You can ask me and I'll give mm -hmm. you proof or, you know, right. I wouldn't blame if you didn't, if you didn't forgive me right away. Cause I realized what I did, you know, kind of hurt our friendship. Mm -hmm. I think giving that person a little instruction and also the allowance, like, Hey, you don't right. have to forgive me right away. You can do it on your own time. Cause I think right. that's a mistake. A lot of kids make is they do the deathbed repentance. They beg for forgiveness. And if the person says, all right, I forgive you. Then they expect that the relationship is supposed to go back to exactly the way it was before. Right. And sometimes that's not realistic. It takes more time uh, to, to between what you did and, you know, and, and like them actually forgiving you. Cause they could say, okay, I forgive you, but it's still going to take a little while to forget. Right. Yep. They got to heal. That person yep. like, man, it's been a week. <laughs> and you know this happens with with kids and their parents all the time too like come on man like you know i i, I haven't lied to you for months so like that was two days ago <laughs> I, I know like oh so really? it felt like months ago mom <laughs> exactly well thank you for the parent that uh sent in that question and thanks for all the parents who follow and listen to the podcast again if you want to share this podcast if you want to let people know about it, or if you just want to follow us, we're on all social, we're on all pl podcast platforms from Spotify to Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can go check us out there. Then on social media, you can follow us on OG.therapy on Instagram, OG Therapy on YouTube, and www.patreon.com backslash OG Therapy. That's our Patreon account, five bucks a month. You get two and a half years of extra bonus content that you can't find on any other podcast platform. Then on top of you, if you want to follow me individually, it's David underscore K-O-Z-L-O-W-S-K-I. And if you want to follow my man, K Scott, tell him where you at. You'll, you'll find me on Instagram, Twitter, and also LinkedIn, but it'd be K Scott underscore two. Yeah, K Scott underscore two on all those platforms. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much. Enjoy your holidays. Be calm as possible and yep. be as be as relaxed as possible when you're trying to find a parking spot at the mall. <laughs> the late, <laughs> when you're trying to when you're trying to send off a package at the post office, <laughs> there's a lot of things during the holidays that could cause us to uh, yes. how should I say not be our normal selves. Yes, right? come out of character a little bit. And hey, remember another reason why we don't want to snap too often is because we got little kids watching. We got eyes around us. Yes. Our kids, our teenagers, like, shoot, well, mom and dad, they're losing their cool. So that gives me permission to lose my cool too. And you don't want to be that hypocrite parent, even though we all are at times. Try to be less of a hypocrite is my goal. Exactly. <laughs> Every week, try to be less of a hypocrite than I was the last, the week before with my kids. So thank you guys as always. And thank you guys for trusting us and also believing that when you're down on your knees, just saying, please, Lord, please, I don't know what to do. You can always press play and listen to your OGs because we got some information, some knowledge to share with you. So thanks, you guys. Until next time, be cool. Thank you.